Hello, this is Dan Jones with another Quiet Talk. I'm the rector of St. Michael's Church in Colony, New York. I'm glad to be talking to you. You know, when I was a kid, my family had a big Bible story book. It was quite worn out by the time I came around, and as I recall, the covers were off, but the pages were still there, and I loved hearing Bible stories, and I still do. Like most people, I love personal stories. I like to hear about people's lives, how they lived, and how they got through the things they had to face. And especially, I like to hear about people who lived for God, people who were overcomers. The Old Testament is full of these stories. It tells about people who were not perfect, but who trusted God. You know, it's very encouraging when you learn that God comes through for people who are not sinless, but who trust him. Proverbs tells us in chapter 3 to trust in the Lord with all our hearts. If you hang in there and keep looking to Jesus, he will see you through. But it takes perseverance. You must not quit. No matter what happens, and no matter how many times you fail, you must not quit. Keep trusting him. Now, many people misapply the Old Testament. They think that somehow we must reproduce the civil and religious system that God gave to Israel. That's not what the Old Testament is for, at least for us Christians. We must remember that, as it says in Hebrews 13, verse 14, for here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. Our citizenship is in heaven. This morning in our daily office reading in Matthew, Jesus reminded his disciples of a future day called the day of restoration when he will sit on his glorious throne. Everything will change then. But that day is not yet. Today we still walk by faith. And that brings me back to what the Old Testament is about. The Old Testament consists of examples of men and women who did just that, who faced impossible odds and still believed God. We can benefit from hearing their stories. So for just a few minutes, I want to share one of those stories. I think in some ways the book of Judges is very timely for us Christians in America today. We are in a time of serious spiritual decline. I don't think I have to go into detail with you. If you are trying to follow Jesus in a serious way, and these talks are really aimed at people who are, then you know we've got problems in this country. We need a major awakening. Otherwise, there's no hope. The book of Judges is about a period of time like that in the history of Israel. The book tells us that everybody just did what was right in their own eyes. Doesn't that sound like our day? Very few people today, it seems, live according to the standards of God's Word. People just do whatever they happen to think is right for them at the moment. That's the way it was in the time of the Judges. One of those judges was named Gideon. Chapter 6 begins his story. 
The pattern for the nation then was like this. They would turn away from God and His commandments, and then God would turn away from them. When He did, some neighboring nation was empowered to conquer Israel and bring them into bondage. After a while, they would cry out to God for mercy. And since God is indeed merciful, He would raise up a deliverer for them to throw out the foreign invaders and restore their freedom. Now, in Gideon's day, the foreign invader was the Midianites. When Israel did what was evil in God's sight, the Midianites came in and overcame them. The Israelites had to hide in caves. When they tried to plant a crop, the Midianites would destroy it. The Israelites were living in absolute fear and subjection. So, like always, they cried out to God. Did you know it's okay to cry out to God when you get yourself into a mess of your own making? God will hear you, and if you turn to Him, He will help you. So God sent a prophet to Israel to remind them of all God had done for them in the past and to call them to repent. Thank God for the ministry of prophets. The New Testament tells us not to despise prophesying. Prophets can sometimes be annoying fellows, but how we need them today. God, raise up prophets. After the prophet spoke, Judges tells us that an angel appeared to a man named Gideon. Gideon happened to be threshing wheat in a wine press. A wine press was a big, deep vat. He was in there so the Midianites couldn't see him threshing wheat. He was afraid. This angel addressed Gideon in a very unexpected way. He said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. I imagine Gideon looked around to see who this angel was talking to. He certainly didn't feel like a man of valor hiding in a wine press, threshing wheat. But you see, God was addressing the man he was going to make. Just like Jesus called Peter a rock the first day he met him, God looks at us in terms of what we will be one day by his grace. Now, we don't look at ourselves that way, do we? We focus on our own failures and weaknesses but not God. Did you know that what God wants to do through you is not dependent on your skills or aptitudes, but simply on your willingness to put yourself in his mighty hands? So Gideon replied, God, if you're with us, why have all these bad things happened? Where is the mighty God our fathers taught us about? The God who parted the Red Sea and destroyed the Egyptian army. Where is that God? Now, you might expect God to argue back with Gideon there, but he did not. As a matter of fact, God was pleased with this response from Gideon. He said to him, Go in this might of yours and deliver the people of Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Gideon said, How can a weak, 
fellow like me save Israel. I'm from the weakest clan in the country. Now, I want you to listen carefully to God's answer. Now, it sounds pretty normal, but I don't think that in the church today we really see the significance of what's said here. We certainly aren't acting like we do. God said to Gideon, I will be with you, and you shall strike the Midianites as one man. Whoa. Gideon, you're going to wipe out these hordes of Midianites like you would strike down one little puny guy. But you see, the key is, I will be with you. God said to one of the kings of Israel many years later, I will be with you as long as you are with me. God will be with us when we are with him. God used Gideon and only 300 soldiers, soldiers who didn't even have swords in their hands. He used them to rout the Midianite army that the Bible said were spread out like locusts, like sand on the seashore. You couldn't count them. But Gideon and his 300 defeated them. Why? Because God was with them. My friends, today in the church, we don't need more experts. We don't need more formal education. We don't need snappy programs and clever advertising. We need God. Until we get desperate enough to cry out for God's mercy and stop trusting in our own understanding, we will continue in bondage. But when we get real with God, when we come to the end of ourselves and cry out for His mercy, He will show Himself and bring us deliverance. Are you hungry for God? today? Are you starving for a move of God's Spirit? I pray that God will bring us to the place He brought the nation of Israel in Gideon's day, the place of desperation. So once again, we can see the hand of the Lord at work in our day. Oh, Heavenly Father, first I pray that you will stir up my own heart Bring me to that place of desperation that I will cry out to God for my life, for my family, and for your church, O God, that is so weak and so downtrodden in this day. Dear God, stir up others, other people in your church, other Christians, to to get desperate for God, to get hungry for God, that they might turn to you with all their hearts, that they might turn away from going their own ways, and living in sin, and not trusting God, that they would turn to God in repentance and faith, so that once again you might deliver us from bondage. And I pray this in the powerful name of the King of kings, the mighty conqueror who is seated at the right hand of the Father, Jesus Christ the Lord. Amen. My friend, if you would like to get a hold of me, my email address is Father dot dan jones at outlook dot com god bless you